Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym, Interfight.com. I love it when we hook up here at the gym yes. to talk about fitness. You have just come from this workout. Yeah. And and as you're coming I'm up. fresh. Yeah, you're fresh. You, you can talk with authority about <laughs> feeling absolutely <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. We uh, probably, absolutely probably wouldn't use that word on the trashed. Radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely trashed. Yeah. No problem. So this is interesting because in the last couple of episodes of yes. this program, and you know, this is this is an interesting day because this is our last Get Fit Radio. The finale. The finale of Get Fit Radio. And, and I, I and we'll get back to what I was going to talk about with, with your workout. So just a quick pause. Yeah. You know, the excellent radio we're doing here. <laughs> of but course. It, it, it was funny over the weekend as I was going back through some of the old shows and yeah, things. Right. And I started thinking about, okay, how did – and someone said to me, how did you actually meet Marcus? Yeah. And yeah. it was Natasha Vallon. Natasha Vallon and Benjamin Broderick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When she was producer of the show eight years ago. Yeah, about eight years. Seven or eight years ago. Yeah. yeah. Long time. And, uh, yeah, it was actually it was actually quite interesting, wasn't it? Because they were sort of – I think it was one of those typical things like we were setting up as a as – a, or we'd been established for a couple of years as a fitness brand, fitness business. Yeah. And they obviously saw that we had some quite interesting content. But I could see it from the start like – Whenever you, whenever you're a brand or a company and you go into a radio station or something, it's like the the people in the station are always like a bit standoffish, like yeah, what does this guy want to sell and this that and the other. What's in it for you? <laughs> what's what's in your it angle? For you? Yeah. And I was just like, I just made it my promise to myself on 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 the first show. I was like, I'll just try and just talk and give as much value on what I know rather than just pushing it. And I think I remember sending you an email when <laughs> when we finished the show, so the next day, and it was probably the most random email, and you probably get it from everyone. And I said. You know, James, I don't know how you felt last night went, but I feel I can really add some value to the show. Yeah. And then I think it was like a month later that you got back to me, quite rude, and um, <laughs> and said, yeah, let's try and make this work. And yeah, yeah it's, been a, it's been an interesting time. But I was also thinking on the weekend, I was thinking of the most asked, we've been running this show for seven, almost eight years. Yeah. What would be the most asked question we have ever had? Like, what do you think is one of the? Because I, when I was doing, I was doing a challenge at the weekend, which we can talk about a bit later. We will when talk about that as well. The 50, that, 50, 50 challenge. Yeah. When, when I was doing that, I was thinking about the show, and I was just thinking about all the questions that we'd had over the last seven years. So when when I start looking at that, hydration is a huge one. Yeah. Time of the day for best workouts yes. is another one. And what are the uh, must-do exercises yes. becomes the, the top three that I, I can yeah. call. Six. My, my top one was something like that. Um, yeah, best best workout or and, and how frequently I should do it. I think topping it, James, I think is what do I need to do to get a six-pack? Yeah. Like yeah. The, the amount of times yeah. that I think we, we, we've, we've had also that. had butts and arms, but all, yeah, we've but the six-pack, everyone, everything wants, yeah. everyone wants the beach body. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? And it's like, you know, uh, and another thing, another thing that actually came into my head was um, 
time-strapped people. I think we got a lot of questions over the years of I don't really have time. And yes. I think one that is I can't solve, definitely not in this show. I've been trying to solve it for the last six, seven years for you. I can't solve your six-pack issues. But what I can tell you is if you are time-strapped, please know that you don't always have to go to a gym. You could do a five-minute workout yeah. in your bedroom, in your bathroom, in your kitchen, just anywhere. You could do it in the car park. You could just do And this is – it's actually something – and I've been sort of pushing out to people a lot recently. Like you could literally do five rounds of 10 air squats, 10 lunges, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups. Like that would take you less than 10 minutes. You can start there. So if you're time poor and you can give me 10 minutes of your day, I can get your workout and I can get you moving towards that six-pack. There you go. You see, it's that simple. Yeah. Uh, I think for many people, we're now at the phase, if you're trying for that beach body for the summer, Sorry to say, yeah. summer's coming up. <laughs> it's actually already pretty hot out there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think what for, for many people, what becomes uh, really possible now is to start thinking about, okay, where am I going to be at the end of the summer? Yes. What's my plan for January? Where yeah. do I want to be by then? Giving myself six months to actually activate and put my mind into that position, which doesn't mean don't do stuff over your no. summer break, but that is your cue to get started and to start thinking about healthy eating, about healthy movement, and about using your sleep appropriately. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's something super important. We actually put out a show over on the Inner Fight podcast yesterday. We do a show each week. This is a plug. Fitness under three minutes. It's a three-minute podcast. We also have a longer one on the weekend on a Thursday. And this one yesterday was five things you have to do this summer. And that was actually one of them. One of them was make a plan to close out the year. So if you and, and I think this is a really key thing. Write it down. Yes. Get it in. You know, you use your app, but get it on hard copy. Put it in ink. Yeah. Tell people about it. But Absolutely. Start making the plan now. If you don't have a plan, yeah. You you are really hindering yourself. You're uh, you're really putting yourself in a handicapped position to, yeah, to achieve this. Absolutely. And, and, and I think, you know, we, we have fast forward a little bit. There is quite a bit of summer left. And yes, you can probably get in a little bit better shape. But like you say, James, you've left your run a bit late for that. But there is, we're only halfway through the year. So there's six months left in the year. And summertime, the summer holidays, we put these five things down. We said, set some summer goals for what you want to achieve in summer. Sleep more on your holiday. And the third thing was make a plan to close out the year. Like you've got five or six months left of the year. Yeah. So make a plan to close it out. I want to share the last two things from that show as well. Okay. So what, so let's, let's give us the five things. So again. the five things, set summer goals, right. sleep more on your holiday. Yeah. Find too many people going on holiday and coming back more tired than when they went. Uh, Massive issue. It is. Um, the third thing, as we were saying there, make a plan to close out the year. Fourth thing was, do something that scares you on holiday. Absolutely. Whether that's going parasailing, whether it's a bungee jump, just something that takes you a little bit out of your comfort zone, whether it's just going for a massive hike to the top of the mountain. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything too crazy. And the final thing, the fifth thing that we said you have to do this summer is wear a Speedo on a public beach. There you go. Will you do that? Absolutely. Which public beach? Anyone in particular? You're like you're in the states, are you? I'm gonna be in, in Canada. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna be on Miami Beach. Yeah, you always I'm go down, Miami, down we're, south. We're going Miami this year. Yeah. For uh, you know, it's, well, it's the 25th wedding anniversary, so I'm gonna head down to the beach, and How, I will. That, well, that is an amazing gift. Taking your wife to Miami so she can take a picture of you and her on the beach with you wearing your speedo. Absolutely. That is like that. That's it's, 25 that's a gift, more years. That's a gift to the world. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely is. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. If you're wondering what you're listening to, I like that plan. Yeah. 
Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. So whatever you're doing this year, wherever you're going, surely if it's a holiday destination, there's a place where you, you'll be able to buy a Speedo. Yeah. And we call it a everyone, or whatever it everyone is. Everyone has a Speedo yeah. in speedo, their collection. Speedo, budgie smuggler, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Everyone has one. That Lycra brief, some might yeah. call it. I think the French would call it something like that. I don't know what it is in French. Anyway, nothing against the French. Make and sure. Speedo. Uh, speedo <laughs> make sure you wear it on a public beach. Do not be embarrassed. But, but you know what? The the other side of that is it's one of those things, and I see a lot of it on Instagram these days, the before and after pictures. Mm. And, you know, there's all sorts of different situations where people are doing that. But you put on that Speedo, you take that picture. If you're happy with what you look like, awesome. If yeah, you're this not, is... this is, you know, you've got a profile shot there. You, you put it up. You've got it. Even if you don't share it with anyone, you've got it for yourself. You it. Yeah. But you're looking at that picture and you go, are you happy with what you yeah. see? And to be honest, James, that that's why I'm encouraging people to do yeah. it. And, the, the whole sort of wearing a Speedo thing, obviously, I, I wear them to go swimming in their, their swim trunks, but it's not just so that you sort of get attention on the beach. It's it's so after that weekend, yeah, you're going to get that picture and you're going to look at it and that might form a little bit of a plan for the end of the year. And it also might form, let's look at it on a positive side, it also might form a little bit of well done. You set a goal at the start of the year to yeah. look good in your in your beach outfit, whether it's a Speedo or it's not. If it's yeah. not, don't post a picture. If it is, definitely post a Speedo. <laughs> I, and, I, and I think a lot it. of people keep that picture. Yeah. Then they go through six months of, you know, even just doing your basic workouts. Yes. And then they look at themselves, they get that Speedo on again, and they look at themselves and they go, you know what? I've really improved. Yeah. And, and they want to show people. And they want to show people. And I think I think that's super cool. I think, you know, like it or not, a lot of what people are doing gym-wise, health and fitness-wise, yes, we understand longevity of health. We want people to be healthy. But I, I also absolutely believe and, and, and support the fact that, you know, working out is so that we look good when we look yeah. in the mirror. We and Because when we look good, we're going to feel good as well. So we're actually looking super good. We're looking good on the beach. We're looking good in the gym. And a lot of it is really about aesthetics. And I have absolutely no problem with that for people. If people come in and say to me, I just want to look really good, yeah. I, think, I think that's <laughs> awesome. You know, a lot of people come in and say, yeah, I want to, I want to, uh, and, and you know they're fiddling around, but a lot of people will just be straight out. I just want to look really good. Yeah. You know. Well, I, and you know the other side of it is you go in and you're you're going to your your name brand stores. Yes. The clothes are designed to fit on some you know someone who I hate to say it, but they're they're pretty standard sizes. Yes. And those standard sizes are pretty much look good. Yeah. Physiques. Yeah, exactly. And that, unless you're going to the bigger guy stores or, or yeah. whatever, but. Those are harder to find in the UAE. Yeah, and a you know a fitted T-shirt doesn't look quite good if you don't have that fitted body. So yeah, yeah a lot of it is about aesthetics, and you know there, there is the other side of it of, of of where it comes to actually feeling really good as well. And I want to make sure we can combine right. those two together. So there's no point in looking really awesome if you don't feel like you have a lot of energy and and feel well, like and actually feel like you can last a day without falling asleep. There's nothing better than going for your checkup. They get you on the scale. They take your blood pressure. They put yeah. you on the scale and say, wow, you've lost some weight. Yeah. They do your blood pressure. They do your heart rate. And they, they look at your resting heart rate is awesome. You've, yeah. got, you've got regular blood pressure. Yep. You might have had things a little bit different uh, months ago because now you're getting exercise. And yep. it's, 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 it's a healthy awesome. option. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it is 360, but definitely... Wear your Speedo on the beach this summer. Ladies, wear your Speedo as well. <laughs> there we or go. your version of it. Get some photos taken and, you know, post them. Get Fit Radio is the program. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. My name's James Pikeway, and this is Nightline. You have tuned in to Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith, fresh from the gym floor, standing in front of me. 
feeling a little bit better? You've got some water in now. You're, you're yeah. cooled down a little yeah. bit. A little bit yeah. better. Hopefully we make it through. Well, you, this is this is kind of cool because, as I was saying in our first segment of the show this evening, yes, I've had on the notes, and I'm sure it's on the end of the notes for tonight's show about Russian techniques. Yeah. And yeah. you were just talking about being down on the gym floor. You've done a workout this morning. So what were you doing? Because you said, yeah, this is a, a Russian technique that I use, and it's pretty hardcore in what it's pushing you to do. Yeah, so the, the, there was a guy, a Russian guy called uh, Litinov, who came out with a training system. Yeah. And basically, it's one of the most... I find, James, that there's a lot of stuff going around these days that basically is like the newest, latest, and greatest. And, and usually, there's nothing new about it. It's just a rejigging of something that's being done for a very long time. For a very, very, very long time. And, you know, this is something that I've been using for, for, for quite a long time still and still use it, sorry, you know, just because it's so uh, it's so tried and tested. And what yeah. the, the system that I was just using was, was it's an interval-based training system where you just – you load up a, a, a squat bar, be it a front squat bar or a back squat bar, and you do almost, it's not an eight rep max, but you do around eight reps. Okay, that's quite, that's quite good. Of a, of a reasonable weight. So we were using about 80%, 100% body weight uh, down there. And then, you, um, then you'll sprint for anywhere up to a minute. So, were you outside or were you on the treadmill? No, so what we did, we actually did a bike sprint, which okay. anyone who's been on the assault bike, the air bike, will know Yikes. that that's... Uh, that's even, a resistance bike. Yeah. The harder you the go, the more resistance you exactly. get. It, You've got the arms going, you got your legs going. Exactly. Yeah, and it's brutal. just... Uh, yeah, not, not many people like those bikes. So it's... Um, yeah, so you go... So we did eight back squats at... We used uh, just over 80% of body weight for everyone. And then we went into a 40-second max effort assault bike. And you're actually supposed to rest for, he suggests to rest for around five minutes. Okay. But we reduced the rest a little bit. So we had about two and a half to three minutes rest. So we repeated one round every four minutes for four rounds. Uh, and yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's something, like I say, I, I've used that technique for about eight years. And I try not to use it too often because it's quite, you have to, quite deep but the greatest thing with like interval based stuff like that where you don't have a large number of rounds as i said we did four rounds is that the first round you're fresh so you go super hard yeah and, and you think i can do this i'm, I'm there absolutely. and i remember in so many of the training exercises that you had me on for running and you would always say don't go too hard and you and you leave fast and you go oh yeah i got this yeah. i can nail this and then you're going no 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 You've got you still got 20 more to kilometers go. to go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we just um, – but in that one, we go a little bit the other way around is that the first one, we want you to go as hard as possible. Yeah. So, you absolutely crush it in the first round. And those, the assault bike counts the number of calories you, 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 you get through. So, we sort of try and chase those calories each time. And obviously, as you get tired, you get more fatigue in the leg, it gets a little bit harder and you have to dig yeah. a little bit deeper. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we just finished up with. So, which is a nice recovery after uh, Thursday evening's um, – Escapades. Wait, so t tell us, this was the 50, 50, 50. 50, 50 I was telling 50. people about this. It's 50 kilometers ride, yeah. 50 kilometers run, 50 yeah. kilometers ride. You did this over at El Kudra, so that was yeah. uh, a lap, a lap, a lap. Yes. And we're, we're going to go through lessons learned and what, what you <laughs> discovered through that. But what was the motivation in the first place? People are asking me this. Going, Why <laughs> did Marcus do this? And, yeah. I, and my thing was, because he'd never done it before. Well, it's actually... Yeah. we. <laughs> 
and then I went on to the Croatia thing. We we or, run sorry, or, uh, Corsica, Corsica, yeah. Corsica. We we run endurance camps for our endurance athletes and 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 people that want to test themselves on on endurance style events. And last year on the longest day of the year, which is coming up this weekend on around the twentieth of what is it, twenty second, twenty first, twenty first of June, we did a challenge on Jebel Hafeet where that we called it Into the Darkness. So we would do a challenge through the whole night, the shortest night of the year. Um, which at that time, obviously at that time of year, you got a lot of humidity. It's yeah. hot. It's the middle of Ramadan, and we're like, we wonder how many times we can get up and down Jebel Hafeet riding our bikes through the night. And we did that, and it was it was it was a pretty awesome challenge. And we we were sort of like, okay, that was a good challenge. And then we we're like, <laughs> we were going down there actually a few weeks ago, uh, me and a friend of mine for for another uh, inner fight endurance camp. And we were driving down in the car, and we we're like, oh, it's coming up a year since we did the into the darkness challenge down here on Jebel Hafeet. Yeah. And I said to my friend Rob, I said, oh, would you like to do it again this year? And he said, yeah, I wouldn't mind to do that again. He said, but knowing that we've got a, a run coming up because we're running together in Corsica. And this he, is your running across Corsica. Yeah, across Corsica. <laughs> or the length of Corsica yeah. across would actually be quicker. Um, and, and he said, well, we should really try and do something that involves a run. And I said, well, we should keep the same theme into the darkness. So we agreed on that. And then he, he actually thought of it. He said, well, what do you think if we, if we tried in the hours of darkness to ride a lap of Al-Qudra and then run a lap and then ride a lap? And I was like, and what size is your lap? He said, well, there's a, cause there's a lot of good extensions out yeah, now. Yeah. He said, no, we'll just, we'll do the 50K ride, 50K run and 50K ride. And I was like, that sounds great. Yeah. Why not? Sure. So You're an we, endurance athlete, so this is an endurance exercise. Yeah. And you looked at it and you said, okay, you know, each of those pieces, yeah. ultimately I can do them. We can do them. So let's so, put them back to back and, and see what And then we sort of started to look at it and we're like, okay, uh, I've run al Qadr a few times. I've run it in the day in 50 degree heat and it yeah. took me six hours, 45 minutes. Okay. And it's pretty, pretty respectable. Yeah. In that heat, that was not a bad effort. And then I, I've run it in half in extreme heat and half it early morning and that took five hours 45 minutes so we sort of started to put that together and we're like well if the run took us six hours a little bit of faffing around for transition yeah we could ride like at about 30 32 k's an hour that'd take us an hour 40 uh so we're sort of looking yeah sub 10 hours we're like well iftar was at 710 it's sun official sunrise is at 528 although it gets light just before five we're like so the goal is to get it done under 10 hours so that's that's what we went in to to the event with we, we recruited a few people we just got a, a new young endurance coach here at inner fight a guy called tom walker who's a who's a very strong ironman triathlete and done a lot of endurance events so so roped him in roped another friend of ours in that's going to corsica with us Roped a few of our endurance team in, and a couple of them did it as relays. Yeah. Roped Rob's wife and one of her friends in, and they ran it. Wow. Just, just ran it nonstop, just 50Ks. And so we actually, had, we actually had about a dozen of us out there. And, yeah, we started at 10 past 7 on, on Thursday night. And a couple of other guys joined us for the ride, for the first ride, which was super, super relaxed. I think one of those, we, we knew that this event would be made on the run. Like r the riding is almost, it wasn't easy, but it was almost like a procession. Okay. Just part part of the process. Yeah. The run is obviously where it gets. So how, so how was that transition, and how was that 50k run? Um, this... 
So the, the, the bike was super easy. We were about 10 minutes transitioning, getting change, okay. put our run gear on. Uh, the first 15K of the run was very, very easy. We went out okay. only at about 5.30, 5.45 per kilometer pace. Okay. So Which is still pretty fast. Yeah, well, I knew yeah, that... That's a good pace. I knew that I could hold 5.45 for for 50K. Like, that wouldn't... That I, I, I thought that wouldn't really trouble me, and the guys were quite comfortable with that. So the first 15K was... We are about that. We are about 5.5, 5.45, and then sort of felt good. And as you do, like... You want to notch it up, but yeah. then it's like, oh, actually, you've still got 35K <laughs> left. So sort of dropped it to about 530Ks um, until about 2025. 20, and then we opened the legs a little bit um, and dropped down to started running about five minute Ks. And wow. So you sped up. Yeah. So wow. we sort of sped up. Well, that's a big thing in endurance running, what they call like a negative split. So the okay. second half of your run. Or your ride, you always try and get it faster if possible. It doesn't always work out like that. Um, and then there's actually sort of when you come off the desert part in Al Qudra, there's the road that goes to Bab al Shams. Yes. And it's really deceptive because when that track comes and meets that road, it's like, okay, we're on the home straight, but that home straight is 17 kilometers. Yeah. So you sort of get there and it's just after midnight, it's pitch black, you can't see a thing. And you're speeding up, and because it's just a straight road, yeah. Uh, it, it that was really decent challenge, and we're sort of running just over five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, ten a k, and it was then, it was just before then that we we're like, yeah, we we've hit a good pace here. We can we can nail this thing easily in in in, in sort of sub five hours, and and then I said to to there was only me and Tom left, um, or we were we were on our own by then. And um, I said to him, I said, mate, listen, if we if we do sort of up the ante here, um, we can get this thing finished in eight hours instead of what we'd budgeted, probably a little bit slackly for ten. I said, you know, if we give this a decent nudge, we'll get it done in eight. And so yeah, we <laughs> we ran our little legs off and and got to the transition, had a really fast transition, and then. It was actually funny what happened because uh, a few of a few of the guys that I ride with a lot, they're like, I want to come and ride the last ride with you. Yeah. So they got there at about quarter to two and they were fresh and they absolutely annihilated us on the bike. Like they were just going so hard. It was like a 50K time trial, which it helped us go a little bit faster, obviously, but it just, it was absolutely brutal because our legs, like... Going from the bike into the run was okay, but then going from the run onto 50k on the bike, knowing you've got another hour and a half on yeah, the bike, yeah. was just, yeah, it's because you've just lost so much fluid at that stage. And we were stopping every, or we, we had a car, safety car with us every 4k, was giving us water, electrolytes, salts, and everything, food, but we're just in so much cramp and just literally on the bike every pedal stroke and these guys were just going full gas and we're just trying to hang on hang on hang on and so it was it was unreal and we finished bang on eight hours so fantastic congratulations thank you thank you and then yeah just passed out on the floor (laughs) didn't didn't move so we finished at three o'clock and laid on the car park floor till 5 a.m so you're ready for corsica now is what you're telling me yeah i think i think we'll be ready i think um I think Corsica is obviously quite different. There's a lot of uh, a lot of climbing, so it's yeah. going to be a different animal. But, uh, but yeah. physically, uh, 
physically, I, physically, yeah, I'm yeah. always, I'm always right out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to get your mind in gear for these things. They're all mental battles. Marcus Smith is here from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name's James Pikeway. You're listening to Dubai Eye 103.8. Get Fit Radio is the program. Mr. Marcus Smith from Interfight Gym just just swallowing back the rest of his Volvic water bottle. If he could eat that water bottle, I think he might actually. Which is, uh, I'll just grab another yeah, one. Yeah, I just so got another I'll one. You just, you just keep show. a box hanging out with you, which is awesome. Yeah. Hey, we got a bunch of questions that have come in, and we want to work our way through them because you know this is the last Get Fit Radio program that we're going to do. Yeah. And uh, it's the last Nightline program, actually, uh, this week. Nightline Shame. wraps up. Yeah, uh, but you know there will be reruns over the summer, I'm sure. So people will get to to continue to hear our dulcet tones yeah. talking about things. But uh, yeah, new a new chapter yeah. is unfolding. So we'll see where it all goes. There we I'm go. Very happy about everything. You got you got you got to look at the positive side, right? Got to look it's at the positive the side. You've helped a lot of people, James, over there the go. last uh, eleven years. Yeah, it's eleven years and change. Eleven. It would years. be twelve years in October. Wow. Of doing Nightline. So. Uh, it's a yeah. lot of late nights in the it's studio. A, it's a lot of late nights. <laughs> a lot of people have called you. I remember back in 2000 and it was when Nightline was just starting, maybe around 2008. And it was obviously the recession. Yes. Uh, people of Dubai, I think you offered, Nightline offered one of the first sort of public outlets of rage and anger oh, about the lack of, which there was. I mean, Dubai's really changed a lot, but... When things sort of kicked off and property was new, there wasn't really systems, and I think people didn't really understand that. I think people, people got frustrated and upset that they could buy a house, but they couldn't. They didn't. There wasn't really a system of everything, and it was like, right. guys, everything's new. Just relax. We'll get a system. And I remember listening to Nightline, and that was like the sort of out, out, oh, outlet for everyone, and yeah. it was all your fault that uh, <laughs> you know Rira had queues out the door and all of that. I don't that even think stuff. there was Rira then. It was it pre. It was yeah. pre. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah. I think I think you opened up a, a channel of, well, everyone, of radio and communication that just hadn't been yeah, seen before. Thank you, man. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. And lots of folks were always calling in about parks and not enough green space. Yeah. And, and look what we got now. We got El Kudra. We've got yeah. a, a network of cycle paths, walk paths, I green think, space. Uh, it's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. I think that was one. I think I heard it one, one of those shows, like people talking about parks and yeah. you know and, and and stuff like that. And but no, it was it. Was, I think in the early days that it. People hadn't had that outlet, so no. to phone up and, and, and be I, able I to just rant used to a really bit. enjoy some of your responses. <laughs> so diplomatic, and I'm not sure I could have handled it that way because people were just obviously very frustrated and wanted to get a point across. And you were the poor guy on the end of the phone with this new show, Nightline, going, yeah. "Well, I think uh, we yeah, that's just like that one going." But yeah, well, we do have a few questions that have come yeah. in, and I think these are, are very timely questions. Some of them, of course. Uh, as we have said, are things that we've been talking about for an awfully long time. But this is a really interesting one. And I, I think this is one that a lot of parents are wrestling with at the moment. And I think they can relate to it. And it says, Marcus, my daughter is off to college and I really want her to get into a fitness class. Any tips on not being pushy, but getting her, getting the hint to her? And I guess this comes in from a lot of folks who've got their, their children are are now adults. They're leaving home to, to continue with their education. Yeah. And everyone reads and hears about dormitory food and people. Yeah. It's almost like the, the Dubai stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, listen, my views on this are, are actually quite split. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit old school. I think that the reason is, is I was I went to boarding school. 
Okay. And I was brought up in such a way where I was told what I was going to do. Uh-huh. I was told what I was going to eat. and So you either followed it or didn't follow it. It's up to you. Yeah. And I think... Do I, the right thing. Yeah. And, and I think, like, I, I think at the same time, when I look back at it, you know, I obviously trusted my parents and yeah. I knew that my parents wanted the best for me. And I think if you look at it, if you walk in with that, as a child, you have to understand that. As a teenager going to college, you have to understand that. And as a parent, I think you have to understand that. If you genuinely think you're doing the right thing for the kids, like, did I enjoy every single thing that I was subjected to as a child at the time? No, absolutely not. I didn't enjoy it all at all. But can I look back at it now and see the theory behind it and why my parents put me into that situation? Yes, I can. Have I have I had a conversation with them like, why did you do that? And they've some of the times they've just turned around and go, yeah, we, we screwed up. We yeah. thought we we're doing the best thing and we screwed up. So oh, it's my opinion and this is really my opinion. I know if we were on a dial-in right now, we'd have a lot, <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of calls coming in. But, you know, we just give kids too much choice these days. Yeah. It should just be like, listen, you're going here, you're doing this. You know, and they'll find their way, yeah. you know, and, and they might rebel. And I think this is, I, I guess as a parent, one of the biggest things that we're always worried about is is the rebellion. You know, what's my kid going to do? Yeah. Are they going to turn to bad things? I, I guess like most parents' fear is, you know, they find out their kids are not doing sport anymore. They've started smoking or, right. or, 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 other wor- vices. or worse yeah. things, other yeah. vices, you know. Um, but I, I just think that, I think that kids do need to be pushed, yeah. and I think if they've been brought up, I, I was pushed incredibly hard as a kid, and you know, like for some people, it's maybe I should have rebelled, and 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 I think in a lot of in a lot of scenarios, I probably did rebel, but I rebelled in my own way. Yeah. I, I rebelled by by not by not doing, but by trying to do better or by trying to be disruptive in in that class or. You know, if I was forced into a class that I didn't want to be in, I'd just, I mean, most, to be honest, I was a terrible kid at school. Most of my time, my main objective at school was to disrupt. You know, you right. know what, we, what we did with our own children is when we went to visit these schools, we, we took a walk by where the fitness stuff was and, and just pointing it out, just saying, hey, yeah. you know what? You've, you've achieved some great stuff. Here's where you're going to be able to go. Let's just go take a quick look. And usually, if you're doing a tour of a school, they walk you by the fitness centers, and yeah, and and it becomes that that choice of that student of, yeah. of that child, and hopefully the healthy eating stays in there, and you know, I mean, one have the conversation. How's it going? What are you eating? How's uh, yeah? And you and, start to see it. Yeah, but I think I think we're in a quite a different situation these days. And one one example I want to use is is soccer. You know, right. we've, we've got the World oh, Cup going man. on at the That's moment. A month, a month of FIFA. A Woo. month of FIFA, which people <laughs> love. But I remember when I was growing up, and obviously there was soccer on the TV. Where they'd talk about soccer. It's, it's a big, big sport in the UK, yeah. obviously. And um, But back then, we knew soccer players as incredibly skilled and hardworking athletes. You, you don't often see a soccer player that has a buffet belly. You don't. But what are they known? Where do you see them now? You, they're known now for the big salaries that they earn, for the cars yeah, that they drive yeah, and the okay. lives that they have. That's my point. Ah, so okay. I think the way that it's like we knew athletes for athletes, like soccer players are now incredible athletes, but you don't read, like you read more about Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo 
His and tax evasion, that's what I was reading yeah, about. <laughs> rather than his training. Like, what yeah. does he eat for breakfast? I want to know what his training regime is. Yeah. I'm and curious. If, if we were able to see that and kids were able to see that and buy into it, it'd be, it'd be a lot different because that's exactly along the lines of what you say. You know, you're like, oh, guys, here's a gym. Isn't it nice? Don't you want to go in it? You yeah. know? Oh, this is Cristiano Ronaldo. You love him for his lifestyle and for the fact that he has this beautiful wife or girlfriend and all these Ferraris and this and that and the other. Do you want to see his training program? Yeah. Would you like to go and do what he's doing? You know what I mean? Because yeah. do they really understand what he has to do yeah. to get onto that field and to, yeah. you know, the other night he scores three goals. Yeah. You know, it's good to score five goals in one World Cup and this freak scores three in a game. Yeah. You know, so I, I know, think... I know for us, and just want to back back, because we didn't, I just want to clarify, because we didn't just walk by the gym, but, you know, with my youngest for sure, we said, hey, you've been doing this kind of working out. Here's where you can maintain it. And right. it was, and and they, and you have goals, right? And that's yeah. the other side. I think you're 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 really setting that up nicely in that you've you've got to have those goals. And yes. It, and it, whether that be you want to be that endurance athlete, you yeah. want to do the marathon, you want to do the triathlon, you want to do volleyball, you want to be the best badminton player on the planet, or you know you've got to have a goal. Yeah. If you don't have a goal, and there's a gym there, you're gonna go. Yeah, there's a gym there. Why would I go there? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think. I think the parents, like I think parents, can guide their kids to having a goal as well. Like yeah. I would always be, I would always be asked by my parents, like you know, what what team are you going to play in this this semester? What yeah. what's what what's the goal for for this and for, for these things? And I was often also rewarded with um, with sport as well. Um, do do your homework and you can go and kick a football against a wall. It's kind of nice. Yeah, which but that's because that's what I wanted to do. Now it's like. Uh, and and I know this is quite a generalization, and I, I understand that parenting is not easy, but it's now like, um, yeah, when if you finish your homework, then you can have a cookie. Yeah, yeah. Like if that. Yeah, I, you can have the unhealthy snack. Finish your homework, and you can have a soda. Yeah, behave. Like, whoa. If you behave really well, we'll take you to McDonald's. Yeah. Or, like, or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, wow, you know, I was rewarded with, yeah, if, if if you finish your homework, if you get good grades, you can go on the football tour. If you get good grades, you can go and play rugby with your friends. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I really think, and what this, what it comes down to is, is actually creating that environment. So, you know, the answer to this, the, the, just going back to the question, my daughter is off to college, and I really want her to get into fitness class and try. Uh, and any tips on not being pushy and getting, getting a hint to her? Like, I think you have to, and this is what I spend a lot of my time doing as a coach. We have to help our clients, help our children, help our friends, I even help my family to understand the benefit and the un- benefit of the activity and their underlying motivation as to why they'd want to do it. So that's something you have to reach with a child. You know, what's your objectives for going to university? There we go. You know, and, yeah. and they'll start and they'll drill them down. Yeah, I want to get good grades. Okay, what do you think is going to help you get good grades? Yeah, if I study well. What else do you think is a component of you getting good grades? Uh, not too sure. Do you think health is? Yes, I do. Okay, so what are we going to do for you health-wise when you're at university or at the college, as, as they call it in the States? You, you, you see what I mean? So yeah, yeah. we can, by, by a, a series a series of questions and a quite a relentless line of questioning yeah. and coaching in a nice way, I can actually get you to, to say to me, I can put the idea, I can start to plant the seed, and I can get you to understand. And then that actually being fit and healthy is going to help you to get your first class honors degree you know what i mean yeah. and then we can say okay well if you're gonna fit and healthy what does that look like what that looks like some form of activity okay let's shall we check what the university offers yes 
okay, go and check and come back to me. Then they own it. They come back and, you know, this girl would say to mom, mom, they do CrossFit three times a week. Would you like to sign up for that? Well, yeah, I would. And so what we're now linking, and even though we're a super academic student, we're linking good health with good brain health, clearer thinking, more chance of becoming a first A-class student to get that goal. So that's how you connect these connections. And everything is everything is actually quite holistic. And once we connect it all together, we it's a lot easier and we understand the motivation like the kid or the client understands the underlying motivation and the chances of this thing following through and being successful, you know, and the kids going, the kids going across it three times a week because they want to first. Yeah, they don't care go. about what we we're talking about earlier, aesthetics. Yeah. They just want to first and that's how they're going to get it. Marcus Smith joining us from Interfight Gym. This is Get Fit Radio. My name is James Pikeaway. You've dialed in to Get Fit Radio with Mr. Marcus Smith from Interfight Gym, interfight.com. We're going through some questions and uh, we've got way more questions than we're going to get to this evening. This is, by the way, our last broadcast of get fit radio it's kind of sad actually it's very sad <laughs> but but i like to but think, i'm still excited I, I'm, I like to think that this is opening doors to new things and who knows yeah. what the next collaboration will be uh, I'm, I'm excited i'm very excited uh, here's here's a great question that's come through it's actually about walking and i went and found a, a couple links that that suggest that walking is actually really good as well but it says marcus in capitals i was told marcus is in capitals the, the, the question goes, I was told that I need to walk more and that this is going to be a good thing for me, maybe uh, as good as jogging. What are your thoughts? This is not untrue, but also not true. That's, that's the thing. Oh, it, there's it, a bit it, of everything here. There's a little bit of a mix up here. If you're, if, listen, for anyone who's, who's, who's anyone who has any goals, there is absolutely no doubt. This is saying that the walking for 15 minutes, uh, four times a day, yeah. uh, it burns as many calories as walking steadily for an hour. You know, for, so walking in some capacity every day for a certain amount of time for any particular part of the population, whoever you are, is going to be super, super beneficial. Right. For a lot of people, and this is what I was saying a little bit earlier, is for a lot of people, your start point might be just a 15-minute walk once a day for let's call it three or four days a week at the start maybe even yeah. twice twice a week so you're building some capacity so you're building a little bit of capacity you could be so and, and there's a lot of people who are pretty out of shape and de- walking for 15 minutes we call it deconditioned deconditioned okay <laughs> so a lot of people are deconditioned and yeah, it's, it's amazing how many people are in that category that that's what's absolutely incredible the number of people that will come and see me, we're just talking about um, people going to college there in that last yeah. segment and, and trying to do sport in college. We have people that come that are 35 to 40 years old that have not done any physical exercise since college. That's, they've never that's been to 20 the years. Gym. It's 20 years. They've never been to the gym. They've never done a sport. They've done yeah. no physical exercise for the last 20 years. But in their minds, they're going to jump right back into it. And they're trying to wonder, well, why don't I have the stamina? <laughs> well, yes yes and no. Some of them are like, yeah, they think that they're still at college. And they think yeah. they've still got a college body. But some of them, the solution would be to walk three times a week for 20 minutes. Yeah. Or to do that workout that I said. You have time to do that workout. What did we say? 10, 10 push-ups, yeah. 10 squats, 10 sit-ups, 10 lunges. Do it five rounds. Do it 
once every two days. Yeah. So there is we, we don't walk enough. We're quite we're quite sort of sedentary. And yeah. especially in, in Dubai And we find excuses. The we office, find excuses. the kids, yeah. family, and the list goes on and on yeah. and on and on. And, and then on I'm, on. I'm the worst. I mean, I think this is one topic that we've also spoken about a lot on the and show. This is a huge is, one. Is, is, is where we park our cars. Oh, you yeah. know, park your car 150, 200 meters away. Well, I noticed you thing. park right beside the door of your office. I always park. I'm <laughs> terrible for it. I'm absolutely <laughs> terrible for it. I, I park. But I'm also really active. Yeah. And yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a buy on that one. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but, but yeah. So. But only a little one because you got to lead by example. Yeah. True. You should be parking, you know, at the Burj Khalifa. Well, I might as well just park at home and <laughs> well, run, run 10k to get here. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was going to suggest that, but anyway. I do often, but sometimes <laughs> I don't have time. Um, <laughs> there's that old excuse. So yeah, I, I think there is. You know, there is. Uh, People are getting told they need to walk more, and that's going to be great for you. It is absolutely. How can we transfer that into everyone's life? What's the sort of one-size-fits-all application here or solution here? The one-size-fits-all solution is no matter who you are, and this is something that Fitbit absolutely nailed in their marketing campaign, try and move, walk, run, jog. 10,000 steps a day. We know that that is a reasonable amount. It's a very good average. Get a tracking device. If you can't be bothered with a tracking device or just don't want to buy one, I'm with you. That's cool. Just get up from your desk if if you are office bound and walk five minutes hey, you, there's, a, there, five there's minutes. an easy way to guarantee that you get up every hour is if you're drinking 500 mils of water yes at least in an hour but, but closer to a liter if you're drinking 500 mils yeah you're gonna have to get up every hour because you are going to need to visit the washroom exactly and, and that's gonna force you to go walk especially if the washroom is not next to your office you get up you go for the walk yeah this is another one we've talked about movement forever what was one of the the things that we recommended in the last couple of years do you remember this one I recommended that people go out and buy a pack of smokes. Yeah. Buy a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Because the smokers in the office, and everyone's got yeah, them, yeah. have to get up and walk to the smoking area. And they go every hour. Absolutely. And so they're taking a 15-minute break every yeah. hour to go and have a smoke. Go and have a smoke. So <laughs> don't, I'm not advocating smoking at all. I'm just saying no. go buy a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And then when you want to get up and go walk and go to the yeah. washroom, just hold your cigarettes just in your hand. It. Everyone sees the smokes. and go, oh, you started smoking. I go, well, not quite. Not quite, but, but, uh, but I like the exercise that it gives, yeah. yeah. And that, that and holding the cigarette seems to be a green card yeah. to not work for 15 minutes every hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have you in my HR team. But, uh, but all, all of those little tricks, and I actually just thought when we were talking about Fitbit, obviously if you don't have one and don't want to buy one, then all, all, all of our phones, I was, I was just looking there on uh, yeah. iPhone, uh, the, health, the health app. That'll Google track has the fitness app. Google has a Google fitness app. So, yeah. you know, they'll all track it and they'll, they'll notify you. It. Yeah. So reward you. Everyone knows what's going on. There's so many apps out there that can, can measure the number of steps. So everyone could do with walking more, could do with moving more and just, just being a little bit more active on a regular basis. If you're sat for more than an hour, it's too long. You need to stop and you need to keep moving. There we go. Simple as that. Marcus Smith joining us right here on Get Fit Radio. He is from Interfight Gym. Quick question. Uh, another one that's come through says, do you think that when it comes to physical ability, most people underestimate their ability? I think a lot of the time, yes, we we have quite a, I think most of the population have quite a negative self-image yeah. on what they're actually capable of. And I think this comes from two or three different things. I think uh, one thing it comes from, we, we just we don't have goals. We don't see ourselves creating something. 
So, so again, it com- it's coming back to setting up yeah. a, a an endpoint. Yes. What are you working for? What are you working towards? Most people can do pretty much anything if they put in the time. If they put in the and time. The energy. Yeah, and 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 it's but it's it is that it's that first step of you know, I'll I'll have a lot of people that will come in and say, I want to run a marathon, but I just don't think I can. Yeah. Like. Honestly, and I've said it, and I've proven it with a number of different people. Hey, I'm like, one of those people. You are. Anyone can run a marathon. Yeah. You know, anyone can run a marathon. There was a guy the other day that ran the Comrades Marathon, 90-something K, with crutches on one leg. Yeah. His prosthetic had broken a few days before, and he didn't have time to get a new one. So he yeah. just went on one leg. You know, like anyone can do it. So it's sort of this belief. So we do have quite a negative self-image. Which is odd, isn't it? Because it's, It is odd, but I also think... And, and this goes back to a little bit, or it's all quite intertwined of, you know, what do we know footballers for? We know them for fast cars. We know them for this and that and the other. What are we looking at on, on social media? We're looking at all these fake lives or what we think are real lives. And we're going, oh, wow, she's beautiful. He's beautiful. He's so yeah. fit. He's so strong. He can run so fast. I'm never going to be able to do that because it's all dolled up and it's put to us through social media or through, I mean, before it was in the media, it was in the press in a certain way. Yeah. And we just think we're so far behind, you know, breaking two. The top guys in the world are running marathons at two hours. I'm just such a loser. I'm going to take six hours. I'm going to take three times longer. Negative self-image. And we're like, well, what's the point? Well, the point is, is that you're going to get up. You're going to do something. You're going to follow a training program. You're going to do something good for yourself. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. And you're going to achieve something you've never achieved before. It doesn't matter a damn if the guys at the top can do it in two hours. So here's another side side to it that that kind of hit home with me is – you know, you say, oh, I'm going to go do a marathon or you're going to go do a try or you're yeah. going to go and work out in the gym. And you're all when you're doing those activities, you're around all the people doing those activities. Yeah. But in the grander scheme of things, let's, let's use the marathon as an example. And you think, man, there's a lot of people doing marathons because you're around them. And when you run it, there's, you know, a few thousand, maybe 20,000 feet. Who knows? Yeah. But in the larger scheme of a place like Dubai that's hitting 3 million people, yes. it's a very small group of people who are out doing distance running. Yeah. It's a very small group of people who are actually in the gym. Yeah. It's a, you're, you're in a very – you're in a minority. Yes. Yeah, you are. And as soon as you're away from that crowd, you realize, hold on, I might actually be doing something pretty cool. You, and you, you genuinely are doing something cool. And you, you are you're, – you're one amongst a small number. In some areas, you're one amongst a big number. Yeah. But you are you. You are one. You are special. You are doing it. You are making a difference, and you're using your body. And there I think, really, James, that's really the bottom line, and it probably wraps up a lot of what we've spoken about over it, the last. I think it ties it up. It ties up. Like, you know, it's seven just years. we're all just we're all comparing ourselves. I want this six pack because he's got it. I should be doing that because he's got it. Like, drill down and really understand what your underlying motivation for being alive is. What your reason for being is. What you want people to say about you. When you're gone, you know what yeah, I mean. Like yeah, that's exactly. one of the like because that's how you should be living your life. Yeah. And then just go out and do activities that allow you to live out your great story. Because we we've all just got a fantastic story, and yeah. it doesn't matter. And who's it's your story. Doing, it's your it's story. yours. You yeah. own you it. it. You write exactly. it. And it doesn't matter what's happening on someone else's Instagram account. It doesn't matter yeah. what Cristiano Ronaldo's doing. It none of that matters. You can go out and you can do it, and you can make a huge difference. And you can you will just feel amazing health. Our health is something that's absolutely awesome when it's working, when we're working with it and it's working for us. We just have an amazing life and amazing energy. 
So look, the curtains might be coming down on yes. Nightline, and the curtains are coming down on Get Fit Radio. But you've got a podcast. You're yep. up to oh, you're over 400 yeah, we're episodes. Yeah, 450 very soon. 450. So so folks can go to innerfight.com. Yes. www.innerfight.com. Continue to listen to the podcast. Continue to interact with you. MJD underscore Smith is your Instagram, your personal Instagram account. Innerfight is the brand. Go and keep in touch. Keep talking. Keep asking questions. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm around. James uh, is who, around. Who knows what we will uh, will come up next? But the the show is is ending. And and I got to say, Marcus, I loved every yeah, it's moment been good. of it. It's been a lot yeah. of fun. We've 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 uh, we've done a lot together. Yep. All the very best. Thanks, yeah. Nightline. Thanks, Dubai. Hey. Hey, and thank you. Awesome. This has been Nightline. This has been Get Fit Radio. Marcus Smith joins us every week at this time from innerfight.com. And we'll uh, talk to you again really soon. So long for now.